A Shot of Wrestling, episode 46, and away we go. I be busting, freestyles and stone cold strutting and hitting the attitude adjustment. Brothers of destruction, Undertaker Kane, sitting the fire or get pooed like Roman Reigns. Get this dude love, and you got my back. Man, you're so kind and hit that Cactus Jack and Patty Yag, the face runs the place now, so phenomenal when I'm breaking the walls down, you got to get it, we going off the script, if you don't submit, you get hit with the super kick, we talk that WWE, it's a shot of wrestling with Green Man and MJT. Thank you, Patiac. this is a shot of wrestling, and we're coming to you pre-recorded from Omega Studios, I'm the Green Man, and along with me each and every week. He is on Tinder looking for his New Year's kiss. He is our host, Mago J. Buddy. I'm the, the, the guy in the green suit. Make sure you swipe right. <laughs> What's up, my man? Nothing, same shit, different day. Yep. Yeah, hopefully you could find your New Year's kiss. You know, that's what New Year's is all about, is it? No, it's about being with friends and family. Yeah. How how was has been your 2016 as we wrap up Sucks. the year worst in our holiday life. edition? Sucks. Worst year of my life. And next year is going to be even worse. So uh, enough about me. How about yours? Uh, well... We got this great show, A Shot of Wrestling, that started a few weeks after the new year. So yep. I think that's a plus. Yeah, cool. It gives us the opportunity to get together once a week. And we haven't missed a week. Well, I've missed one week. You did. But besides that, we've been getting together for now, what, 46 episodes. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, a lot yeah. of great wrestling talk. Yep. Some not so great. Yeah. I like the sound, the song in the background right now. This is, what is it called again? Old Lang Syne. Old Lang Syne. It talks about, about like old acquaintances being forgotten. Is there anybody that you wish to forget this year? Everybody. Everybody. Michael Hates is coming out early. Yeah. Anybody that you wish to keep around you in no. 2017? None. None. All right. Next year, yeah. Shot of Wrestling coming to you just with Michael J. Putty and nobody else. Ideally, yeah. That's it. The ratings are going down. Put pants on. Going down after that. You know, so let's get everybody on this show yeah. before we get to 2017 because we have part two of the Indigo Child interview later on. Um, and we are giving out awards. This is going to be our award show. The New Year's show will be our award show. Um, we have some great awards to go over. Hopefully, you agree with our nominees and our winners. Like, what about, how about your Christmas? Like, you just totally. Breezed over that. How was your Christmas? How was your year? I mean, well, you you need to ask me. I, you I did. Ask and you? <laughs> my, my year was pretty good. I have to say, the shot of wrestling coming together again. It gives me a great time, a great opportunity to meet with you every week. Go over some of the things that we enjoy and we're watching wrestling. At times, it was a chore, though. Yep. The draft. I think we were very terrified as how this was going to turn yeah. out, but uh, it's turned out really well. I like how the year's turning out. We had some great guests. Padiac, who does the intro to the show now, yeah. you know, he's a rap artist from, you know, raised here in New York City and now lives in Arizona. Yep. Uh, we had Larry Legend. The one and only. You know, he was awesome. He's still awesome. Or as he likes to say, he's still legendary. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're right now in a two series uh, show with Indigo Child. And let's not forget one of the best interviews this year, our exclusive with Mr. McMahon. Our first one, yeah. Yeah, that was our first interview. So it's it's been a good year. Um, work has been coming in and out. Sometimes I like it. Sometimes I hate it. 
But uh, yeah, that that's been my year. Great. I'm welcoming a new baby into the future in 2017. So, baby Green Man is going to be making his way February 5th. As a pulse, he comes on time. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Awards. But awards. This came from you. Yeah, you yeah. love awards. You love awards shows. I love award shows. And look at you. You're all dressed up. You got yeah. your bow tie on. Thanks for that. You, you look great. You look really great. So every time you hear the bell ring, we'll be giving out a new award from a shot of wrestling. Who? What will be the categories? Who will be the winners? Who? 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 Who, who knows? But every time you hear that is when we get an award. All right. Sounds good. Um, can't start a New Year's without some drinks. So while well, I'm gonna go make my way down to the bar, okay. Um, and you educate our fans. I'll be right back. Words of wrestling vignettes, a teaser for a debuting wrestler or event, usually done cinematically without an interviewer or a real purpose. Recently, the WWE has featured a vignette called "The Evolution of Emma to Emmalina." One of the highlights. One of the only highlights. Which features female wrestler Emma in a sexy bathing suit and evening gowns to hype up her debut. Now that we know the meaning of the word, you can play along to this week's drinking game and take a shot every time we say the word vignette. A shot of what? About to find out. Green men. Are you- yeah, Charlie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me one. Give me one. Green men. Green men. Wait, wait. Hold on. Let me just put the things on. Uh, Mike? Hello. Are you there? Just pass me the beer. Oh, my buddy, Michael J. Buddy. No fucking time. How you doing, my man? Oh, uh, you just saw me two seconds ago. <laughs> I made it out to the bar. Yo, it is packed up in this yacht, man. It is packed. Oh, thanks. Uh, here, we're, before we do shots, Charlie just handed me a beer, so I have to. Oh, that just sounds. It's one of the best sounds ever. Can that's a can a, a, a bottle cold can of beer opening? What kind of bar is this? You know Charlie keeps the forties on the back for us. Long necks. You know, you know Charlie keeps the forties on the back. All right, but uh, yeah. I mean, before I wrap up too much time here behind the bar, too, too late. we are ending the year, and we have to end the year right. So we're gonna pay tribute to the one, the only Vincent Kennedy McMahon. That's pretty good. And this week's shot called the VMS Camus, otherwise known as the Vincent. McMahon, Sicilian kiss my ass shot. Oh, see what you did there. Yeah, you, you like that? I did. Now, you introduced me to this shot originally, but from now on, it will be called the Vince McMahon Sicilian kiss my ass shot. Okay. It just has two ingredients. It's a half an ounce of amaretto. Okay. Half an ounce of Southern Comfort. We're going to mix it up, shake it in ice, and pour it into a shot glass. And you have a... Vince McMahon's Sicilian Kiss My Ass Club. I'm not going to call it that, but yeah, it sounds delicious. Delicious. It's delicious. We're going to make one right now. Okay. And um, I'll bring it over. How about I bring it over this time? Instead of, oh. there's no magic of podcasts today. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't leave one in the studio for you. So I'm going to bring these two shots and my beer. All right. Yeah, I'll head back to the studio. See you in, see you in a few moments. All right. Hurry the hell up. Green man, everybody. Let's get, like, what we're waiting for. Let's get into some news. It's in the news with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. Here comes the money. Here we go. <clears throat> we'll wait for Green Man to return. Let's get in some news. Action-packed week. 
Kurt Angle's in the news. Did you hear that? Time for our first award. Our first award this evening, presented by Abel and myself, is WWE Rookie of the Year. Michael, I'm coming. I got got a handful of shots, bro. Got a handful of shots. Hold on. Hold on. Stop the show. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Oh, God. You can do this during a little break. I'm here. I'm here. All right. Um, let's get in the news. What's the first news segment, bro? All right. Uh, well, actually, the sound effect happened. What? It's time for our first award. I love it. Perfect. Came right on time. I'm fucking shot, bro. Let's go. Let's go. I'm fucking shot, bro. Oh, yeah. That's right. All right. Before I get distracted, this is the Sicilian kiss I talked cheers, to you about. Let's, let's, let's cheers to our first award. That's right. Here we go. Delicious. Delicious. Really Ooh, good. Sweet. It's got a little sweet taste Ooh. to it. Vince McMahon's Sicilian Kiss My Ass Club. Love it. Delicious. I- I'm ready to join that club over and over again. Vince McMahon's Sicilian Kiss My Ass Shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, the first award. Rookie of the Year. Ooh. A lot of rookies to consider, I have to say. A lot of rookies. Um, your honorable mention goes to? Um, if I had to mention an honorably, Mr. Baron Corbin, yes, the, the, the winner of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, and if that's the start of his year, he just ended the year with him being in a main event with AJ Styles and Dolph Ziggler. Would you be as high Amazing. as if you didn't meet him the night before? You know, that does have a little... Okay, great. <laughs> but he's pretty cool. Uh, my Yours? honorable mention, thanks for asking. I was, give me a chance. Well, I was, Who well, do you think should be your honorable mention? Tough choice. Mm. Between... Nia Jax! Then, I, then yeah. I realized there's only one. Uh, the one! Ooh, the one behind the one. Alexa Bliss. Great rookie year. Nice choice. Thank you. I agree. She was a joke. Wow. She was a draft pick on the network. Totally would have forgotten her. She was the bottom of the barrel in the yeah. last round, and bada bing, bada boom. She made her way to the top and made the most of it. She made the she made her way to the like top said, of the women's division. Absolutely, she's fucking Miz now. She's the Miz of the women's division, and uh, she's whew, the best. Wow, smoking hot. With those two honorable mentions, who could be the shot of wrestling rookie of the year? You who, tell me, boss. Oh, and the results are in. We should have drum rolls. <laughs> Here we go. As I we'll, we'll, add the, we'll add that in post. Let me let me open up the envelope. <laughs> and the winner is. By the way, the the, the winners were votes were tabulated. We should have the fucking uh, accounting <laughs> firm in here. There's only two votes. Here we go. Rookie of the year from a shot of wrestling goes 2016. to 2016. AJ Styles. That's the phenomenal. Phenomenal one! He did it! I think that's not even a question. That is awesome. That's a. Uh, that's right. No one has had a better year than him. I mean, come on. Except he was. Except Charlotte. But. Since he debuted at the Royal Rumble, he's been involved in every single pay per view. He's been main eventing. I mean, a lot of his matches were even candidates for match of the year. So. <laughs> I mean, amazing, amazing year. Who do you get WrestleMania? Was that Dean Ambrose? No. R- Brock Lesnar. That much talked. <laughs> that wasn't his fault though But yeah From his debut from the Rumble I mean To where he is now As WWE champion I mean Good job AJ Yeah great 
Best wrestling I mean, rookie like, of the year. It's still weird to call him a rookie. But yeah, he's a rookie, so no one, no one was better than him. One phenomenal, down. phenomenal rookie year. One down, many more to go. Let's get into the news. I did that part already. <laughs> uh, I'm doing that. Interrupted me, but here we go. Kurt Angle. Oh, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle has reportedly been telling independent promoters that he is returning to the WWE in April, which would be in time for WrestleMania 33. Ooh. The Wrestling Observer does note that this should not be taken seriously and strictly as a rumor because there's always speculation about Kurt Angle and the WWE. It's also not the first time Angle has told promoters that he is on his way back to the E. Who would you want to see Kurt Angle wrestle if it, if he came into WrestleMania? He had to th- WrestleMania throw. match? Yeah. Mm. Him coming back. Damn. Kurt Angle versus... Put me on the spot. I would go with... Dolling. What brand? Ooh. <laughs> well, how about I tell you who I think he should face? Okay, great. Then why do you ask me then? Well, <laughs> I'm giving you some time to think oh, about gracious. it, okay? Uh, Kurt Angle coming back. The Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, right? Oh, no, it's going. Comes okay. in and faces Rusev for the United States Championship at WrestleMania. That's a match I want to watch. I mean, his match with John Cena, Rusev versus John Cena, WrestleMania 31. That was a great match. I'm going to go with Dolph Ziggler. Ooh, nice caliber match. Thank you. I mean, on paper, great candidate for match of the year 2017. Did he face Chris Jericho? I'm assuming he did, right? Uh, yeah. And Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Good one. Good, good pick, me. Yeah, go you. Finish your story. Uh, Angle already has com- uh, comments, uh, commitments, I'm sorry, typo. Uh-huh. To Alberto Del Rio on February 12th in the UK for WCPW and will face Cody Rhodes in their third match. But beyond that, he is not accepting indie bookings. Wow. We well, Alberto Del Rio is coming back to HOG in uh, February. Yeah. Making his debut in Amazuras at the NYC Arena. The HOG Arena. Cold? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, another news. Well, ESPN recently conducted an interview with Cena, John Cena, that is, and oh, asked, clarifying. <laughs> and asked him about the rumors of a match with The Undertaker, to which he responded, Undertaker certainly is a cornerstone of the WWE, and just as I say to myself that I r- would really have liked to have been able to get to know and certainly get in the ring with Andre the Giant, just because of all the respect and folklore that went around with Andre, I think the Undertaker has the same sort of Taker. respect that <laughs> folklore around him. If you are asking if I want to be in a high-profile match with one of the most legendary superstars in our industry, then my answer would be yes. And everybody in SmackDown Live would have also agreed when they were chanting Undertaker Undertaker That's right Remember? Remember? Uh, yeah I did That was pretty cool Yeah But then he set the record straight But we'll get into that a little bit later on In Raw Smackdown Cheers and Heels okay. But in other news ESPN recently conducted an interview Oh wait that's my new story that you stole <laughs> Let me take yours then You skipped for some weird reason Behind the curtains here folks A shot of wrestling <clears throat> Ring of Honor has signed former world champion Jay Lethal to a new two-year exclusive contract. The signing 
will be seen as a big win for Ring of Honor as Lethal was contracted by WWE, con- contacted by WWE to join them, but he turned them down as they were offering a lot less money than Ring of Honor. It has also been reported recently that former Ring of Honor World Champion Adam Cole is expected to start with the WWE in April if if he does not sign a new deal with Ring of Honor. The Young Bucks. The Young Bucks. Have yeah, confirmed. baby. They have signed a new two-year contract with ROH and Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly. That's a big name. Contract expires on the 31st of December, and it will be interesting to see where he lands. In other news. Now, do that, you think, well, before we get to other news, do you think any of these uh, prospects coming into WWE, do you see them Raw, SmackDown, NXT, or do you think one. they're all going to go to just, NXT? Well, just one. Well, you mentioned Adam Cole, yeah, I don't know who that is, so Kyle O'Reilly. Well, he's not sure yet. He might sign with the Underwater. Mm. So. Adam Cole is probably going to be repackaged, weird name, to NXT. Mm. So you skip my story. You read, you read the one that has Green Man next to them. In other news. Hey. Well, why don't we get into the new year? Shane McMahon was reportedly the original opponent for Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 33 in Orlando next year. Top WWE officials had had big plans for Shane against Lesnar, but Vince McMahon, uh, but Vince McMahon became convinced that Goldberg would be better opponent despite the advice of those around him. Now, Dave Meltzer reports. That there are a lot of politics surrounding the discussion and many not happy with the finish to Goldberg versus Lesnar at Survivor Series. Again, that was Vince's decision and the buck stops with him with regard to the direction and the final decision. I mean, he controls it all. The WWE Universe, he controls all of wrestling power in his hand. Which is why we're doing uh, Vince McMahon's Sicilian Kiss My Ass Shots. Delicious. In other news. I think you play this game. Renee Young recently appeared on a heated conversation hosted by Booker T to talk about the possibility of wrestling for the promotion. She says, and I quote, with anything with WWE, you've got to be prepared for anything. How do I know Vince isn't going to call me up and say, hey, you're going to be in an eight-woman tag team match. You better know how to throw a dropkick. Do I have any training under my belt? Absolutely not. It's it's more so being open to the idea of doing something like that, just in case. In other news. Ooh, I like this in other news. Well, you just stole one from me. You did last two of mine. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love stealing news. Here we go. UFC president. Dana White recently spoke to TMZ about the status of both Brock Lesnar and CM Punk in UFC. When speaking about Lesnar, White said that the following, and I quote, I think this, I figure I might just take your lines all night. That's what I do. I think this, that his career is winding down, but he's a freak of nature. Who knows? Maybe he'll give me a call and say he wants to do it again. But I think he's ready to ride off into the sunset. When asked if CM Punk will return to UFC, White simply replied, I don't know. I've got to talk to him and see how this works out for him. I'd like to see him back. I mean, you mentioned, do you like to see him back, Michael J? I don't Just give him one more shot. I wouldn't like to see him back, but give him a shot. That's only right. This is only the right thing to do, right? Yeah. Just make it happen. Make it happen. In other news. 
despite making a surprise appearance at the tapings of WWE's Tribute to the Troops this year, singing the Star Spangled Banner, it has been said that Lily Garcia is not scheduled to return with the WWE full-time anytime soon after announcing her departure from the company a few months ago. Her profile was, in fact, moved from current superstars to the alumni section on the .com. Now, as we reported months ago, Lillian made the decision to leave to look after her ill father, who sadly passed away just this past week, mm, according to Lillian's social medias. So, thoughts and prayers are with her, and you know, maybe she'll make a return soon. In other news. Oh, before we get to other news, you know what that sound means. I get to reorder the news around now? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're reordering the news around, but that it's time for another award, Michael J. All right, which one's this one? Um, a lot of categories to choose from. I choose Pop of the Year. Now, all wrestling smarts will know what a pop is. Has it been one of the words of wrestling in this uh, past year? I would imagine. It had to be. There's so many words. Yeah. But yeah, Pop of the Year. The Green Man's Honorable Mention goes to... Bailey as the surprise tag team partner for Sasha Banks at Battleground. I got super excited for that one, I have to say. I mean, I kind of knew it was going to happen. It was her big come up. And and after that match, you didn't know if she really was in the main roster. But a few weeks later, you found out, yes, Bailey is part of the main roster and she's here to stay. Uh, my honorable mention will go to the game, King of Kings. Ooh. Triple H costing Seth Rollins the new Universal Championship and literally handing it to Kevin Owens. That was a humongous, huge, humongous, huge pop. That return was very uh, bigly. Um, yeah, it was one of the moments of the year. Now, while well, you get uh, our winner's song ready, oh, that's right. Let's. So I, I mean, apologize. The song. <laughs> I have no control. There were me. a lot of other big pops. Oh, okay. You have Daniel. Brian being announced as general manager of SmackDown. That's not it. Um, who, what else got a big pop? Okay. Um, there's only one. Only played, one left. We played the song already, but sorry, I apologize. It's repeating, but. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Vinnie Mac. <laughs> not Vinnie Mac. Oh, jeez. How many fucking kiss my ass shots did you do? <laughs> I had three. <laughs> Shane O'Mac. Shane O'Mac making his return after seven long years away from the WWE, making his way back onto Monday Night Raw to interrupt the ceremony of Stephanie McMahon as she was receiving her award of excellence, which many of us thought would have been like uh, Bretha Hemmerhart, maybe, right? Who yeah, else could many, be excellent? Many, many of us, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he came back, interrupted that, and the rest is history. Glad to have him back. The pop of the year. So no envelope needed for that one, huh? No. Just fucking, I, I had that one. A, I had that one yeah. ready. Okay. Uh, another news? Is it me? Yeah, it's you. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, sure, I guess. No, Lily, it's your turn. Yeah, another news. <laughs> uh, Mick Foley. Mick Foley is in the news this week. Mick Foley does not need to get hip surgery. But the bad side is that he has no insurance to help pay for it. So he said this in a Facebook post earlier this week. I guess I should have 
said something when I started getting prayers and well wishes from friends and colleagues at Life, including some of the biggest names in the business. I have definitely mentioned that I needed a hip replacement. Definitely mentioned that I needed to get one sometime in early 2017, but never actually set a date. I have this little tiny problem. In that I don't actually have health insurance. That sucks ass. So m i c k f o l e y needs a new hip. He needs it. 2017, it's gonna be a good year. Maybe we should start a GoFundMe page for the one m i c k f o l e y uh, A shot of wrestling GoFundMe page. What do you think, Michael J? Oh yeah, I'm down. Go for it. Do something good for for the GM of Raw. Some guy started a GoFundMe page to save Betty White from 2016. Oh, and he got like over a thousand dollars. Shut up! So I'm really? assuming we can get something. Would it really go to Betty White? No, go to him to protect her from Betty White. Oh, <laughs> it's nice how he worded yeah. worded the the phrase. In other news. WWE COO Triple H recently spoke to ESPN.com about Cheesecake Nakamura and his current position with the company. He says, "And I quote: One of the things that's funny to me, I always laugh at it. It's when people uh, say to me, 'Is that your Triple H?' I watch Nakamura every week on NXT. I don't know why they don't put him on Raw, so I can watch him on Raw every week." Triple H then said, with a puzzled, confused face, "You're getting to see him, right? You're getting to see him doing what he does, right? In a big way, right? The opportunities are there. He's got a clean path to that now. When he gets here, he might go there. He might go back. I don't know. So many people are high on cheesecake. You can see him every week. So what's the difference? In other news, well, speaking of cheesecake, someone else who likes cheesecake." Axel, Curtis Axel, that is, did a full Axel Mania gimmick. Hey, you can, you don't know if he doesn't like cheesecake. Yeah, I, I, we don't know that he does either. Like. Yeah, well, who doesn't like cheesecake? I love cheesecake. Me, the Boulevard Bullies like cheesecake. Boulevard Bullies, if you like cheesecake, come on to a shot of wrestling. Bring some cheesecake over and some uh, Jack Honey. It's a horrible. We'll, we'll a have horrible a good time. We'll have a good time. <laughs> He's like Ryder. <laughs> like Bud Light Lime, come over to the show. Bring Bud Light Lime. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not how this works. That's not how... Well, I got, I got to throw throw the invitation out. Yeah, they said we, you we want have, it. We have cheesecake for you. Don't bring the cheesecake. Horrible host. Horrible host. <laughs> I never said I was a great host. Anyway, so what do you, what do you do Tuesday night? Um, I'm checking out Axel Mania's gimmick. Yeah, what do you do at a live event in St. Louis on Tuesday night? Okay, all right. At one point, he did the trademark Hogan leg drop as well. The gimmick was dropped last year when he leaked transcripts of Hulk Hogan's alleged racist rants surfaced online. Now that the whole Gawker scandal is blown over, the belief is that Hogan is on his way back to the WWE. His name has also been included on WWE's programming in recent weeks during WWE Network's commercials too. In other news, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold. Recently, Stone Cold. Spoke on his podcast about why he won't come out of retirement to wrestle again. And I quote: "I'm 52. I get all these emails all the time asking me why I don't come back. They'll say so and so did it, Goldberg did it, and you know what? I'm happy for all my friends that are making comebacks. He even had someone cuss me out." On the email the other day, saying that they hated my guts because I wouldn't 
do a comeback. But listen, I'm done. I rode off into the sunset in 2003, whenever it was. Didn't even know it's awesome. After WrestleMania 19, came back for a couple of appearances, but I'm done and I'm happy being done. I don't want the pressure of having another match on my shoulders. That's a big pressure. To come back, you, you already have a legacy of being the Texas Rattlesnake, a tough SOB. And to come back and possibly tarnish that legacy, you know? I mean, you could totally exceed people's expectations and he'll come back and be like, wow, that was one of the best moments of the year. You know, who 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 to say that that could happen? But there's also the chance that he could mess it up. So... I say enjoy riding off into the sunset stone cold. I appreciate everyone that supported my career. Pro wrestling was a springboard that led me to every endeavor I am involved in right now. I love the business and the WWE and all the organizations that I work for. But man, I'm done. Great. You know the news. You know who would love shots of wrestling? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. He would love to just have some shots of wrestling. What kind of shots? Stone Cold. I'm also inviting you. We invited the Boulevard Bully, Zack Ryder, on this holiday edition, New Year edition of the Shot of Wrestling. I'm going to throw Stone Cold in the midst. Open invitations yeah, bring, for all you, everybody. Bring beer. <laughs> bring, bring Stone Cold Ranch beer. Where, where, what kind of beer does he Does he have his own brewery or Broken something? Skull. Broken Skull. Broken Skull beer. beer. Love it. Another news. Well, my boy, Kevin Owens. Ending his year on a light note, Kevin Owens recently took on Roman Reigns at a WWE Live event, and in true Owens fashion, he blasted the crowd with loud insults from inside the ring. Owens was relentless in his mocking and kept at it while holding Roman in a headlock. The insults even had Reigns breaking character and laughing. <laughs> Did you see that clip? No, you should show it to me. Oh, then while you're reporting on it. Huh? Uh- <laughs> No, it's funny. You yeah. write the news, I report it. Um, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Finally, finally, The Rock has come back. Oh, well, no, we- no. Finally, another another award has come back. Well, we are low, way too quick with these awards. Okay. What? Wow. <laughs> what do we got? Moment of the year. We were just talking about some moments. Stone Cold coming back and having a moment. Um... So you're playing along. We have an honorable mention, and we have a winner. So if you know me at all, you know my two people are. <laughs> my honorable mention is the Miz's promo on Talking Amazing. Smack. Amazing, amazing honorable mention, my man. Did not like. I don't, I don't understand why. I, I would be. I, I, w- I would actually have voted for the Miz's promo to be the moment of the year because that was newsworthy. That brought people. Who are watching SmackDown, who are watching Raw, into a network show because all the noise that he made from that one promo. So I'm very yeah. curious to know who the winner is because that yeah. literally made people tune in to Talking Smack. And, and some people still tune into it because of that. Yeah, My honorable mention. Elevate him to the next. Give that little push just over that edge that he needed. and uh, He took that push. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't push. He took it. Saw the opportunity and he took it. My honorable mention is on a somber note, uh, but it's Daniel Bryan retiring. It was early in the year. We may have all forgotten about him because he's now SmackDown's general manager. Yes. But um, yeah, that did happen in 2016. And it was, I think it's one of probably the best speeches 
I ever heard someone give in his retirement, you know, about being grateful for everything he has had and all the fans and everything he has gained from being a wrestler. But we have a moment of the year, so let's get right to it, my man. This is not not the song. Let me get the song. Well, you get the envelope. Oh, wait. Yeah. Okay, here we go. This is a good song, though. Thank you, yeah. You know it. <laughs> Moment of the year from a shot of wrestling goes to Zack Ryder at WrestleMania 32 and winning the Intercontinental Championship in a ladder match. I thought I was going to read that one. Okay, just, yeah, I mean, talked about it on the show. One of the moments of the year has got to go to this one. Uh, it was surprising, unexpected. Well deserved. It was just great. Great. We saw his dad afterwards. Yep. The Miz's dad too. Yeah, it was great. One of the oh man, I'll never forget that moment. I gotta say, uh, we were talking. This is before the show, but I was talking to uh, Michael J about moments of WrestleMania. One of them that stick out to me for many years have been. This is just our personal WrestleMania moment. Has been the Green Man. Being abandoned by his colleagues and his friends at WrestleMania 24, the birth of the Green Man. That's right. As at he's, Orlando. <laughs> as he's drunk, carrying everybody's WrestleMania chairs, walking around the stadium because everywhere in Orlando, every block all looks the same. Every exit of Citrus Ball. Yeah. yeah. It all looked the same. And I walked all around that arena like three times. I was exhausted, tired, and green. Yelling out, Michael! Michael! And in the horizon, Michael answered, Green Man! Yeah, Green I was, Man! <laughs> I was on the phone with my girlfriend at the time, too. I'm like, did I hear my name? I'll call you back. Never called her back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like, oh, that was... And your friends who weren't handicapped and disabled at the time, like myself was. Yeah, sunburn. If you tune into last don't, week's don't need to episode. Um, they were just fucking chilling at the car. I was going to look, look for you. Yeah. But that was one of the, my most memorable moments between us. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but it got shadowed. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's no longer one of my moments. It's like a memory because one of the best memories I had now was WrestleMania 32. <laughs> when I saw you mark out <laughs> to Zack Ryder when he won this championship, oh, I, I literally felt like it was the five-year-old Michael J. Putty in front of me. I, I, had, to, I had to videotape it. You ran straight to ringside, oh, no one was and you were like that. celebrating. You were passing guards left and right. You know what? I'll, I'll post it because it, it literally was a great you moment of seeing a thirty-year-old man mark out at WrestleMania. It, it, it was sweet. It was endearing. It was great. And oh, man, that is that. one of my greatest moments. Okay, I was. I was even watching him get the belt. I just heard his music hit. I'm like, what? That's great. Did, did, did it really happen? You're probably just chugging a beer while it happened. It was great, man. Oh man, it's like what was Wild Coyote commercial uh, cartoons? <laughs> when he drops <laughs> off the cliff and he sees smoke of his shadow. That's what, that's what I felt like. I just poof, beelined. Yeah. Well, we're talking about great moments. Let's go to the Rolling Stones top ten moments, top ten people. Michael J. In other news, not the Rolling Stones. Not the band, the magazine. <laughs> Rolling Stone has published an article on their website listing who they consider to be the top 10 best superstars 
in 2016. The list goes as follows. You're going to go top to bottom, bottom to top. Top. Bottom to top. I've also noticed Rolling Stones talking about WWE. Mm. Every week we have like ESPN, Fox Fox News. Yeah, it's like, no, they're uh, They're getting big. Yeah. And I told you, as long as their name is in their mouth, it's it's newsworthy. It's worth, they're they're getting out there. They're branching out. I love it. Number 10, Enzo Amore and Big Cass. Okay. Number 9, Seth Rollins. Wow, number nine. Number nine. It was, wow. He's hurting half the year. Okay, sure. I'll take that. Number eight, way too low, The Miz. <laughs> <laughs> he should have been top five at least. At least, because he's now below number seven, Heath Slater. What? I mean, he did get a lot of TV time when he was going back and forth from Raw. Six. After the drive. Yeah. So three weeks. Your boy, Kevin Owens, number six. Yes. Miz is number eight. For some reason, Bill Goldberg is number five. Dude, dude shouldn't even have been on the list. No, he had one match. Uh, Come on. Number four, number four, the boss, Sasha Banks. Number three, Chris Jericho. Number two, ooh, who, 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 Charlotte Flair. Ooh, I like how you put the respect in the name of adding the flair. Number I mean, one, number one, of course. Who could it be? AJ Styles. Wow. Interesting top ten. I would not. Make that my top ten, but yeah. I'm not in Rolling Stone, so I guess that's yeah. what I do. What a great way to and in the news, it, it was pretty exciting. It was riveting, filled with a lot of great information, some great awards. You have many more to give out, but before we get into the awards, I'm sure you guys are at the edge of your seat, waiting for the moment, waiting, anticipating. When is part two of the Indigo Child interview going to play? When? 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 <laughs> well, it's coming to you after this song. That's right. You've waited long enough. This is our award show, but another great award to give out is for the great interview skills of Michael J. Putty as he leads off this interview, part two, with Indigo two. Child. Talked about it several times in the show. There's a such a connection between wrestling and music. And you just said well, music is one of your other passions. Uh, how did you get yeah. into the music business and uh, where did I come from? Oh, man, that's crazy, too, because that was also by accident. Um... You're a lucky guy. Uh, Everything just keeps <laughs> <laughs> happening to you yeah. by accident. One minute I'm doing things for fun, and the next minute people are knocking on my door. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I had always kind of had a thing. I mean, I've always loved music, always loved hip-hop, always. Since I was a kid, I grew up on Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul, 90s hip-hop, all of that, because mm-hmm. I have a brother who's, you know, 10 years older than me, so I was always exposed to that. That's At all 12 years of old, New York. I, 
New York's big hip yeah. hop community. Yeah, basically. Um, so yeah, so uh, 12 years old, I taught myself how to play uh, electric guitar. I used to like record uh, full songs on on like a four track cassette recorder. Like I literally used to play everything: guitar, bass, and and make the drum. You know, set up the drum patterns on a drum machine. Um, and so, uh, so I already. I already had experience. Guitar doing guys that. always always get the girls. What, what was that? The guitar players always get the girls. So jealous. <laughs> I learned how to play the trumpet in high school. Pick the worst instrument. Uh, <laughs> I no, I disagree. I think that that is one of the greatest instruments. I mean, I love jazz, so like that is one of the greatest instruments. And a lot of and so a lot of my favorite hip hop groups from the nineties, a lot of their production was was highly based on on jazz sampling yeah. like sampling jazz and all you heard was trumpets and horns and 90s hip-hop so you gotta love that instrument don't don't be too down on yourself about that one. um it didn't get yeah, many so, ladies though <laughs> <laughs> no comment no yes um, it's not the sexiest <laughs> now if it was the saxophone we, we we could play around with that. <laughs> I guess it depends who you're talking. To. Yeah. If a if a girl can't appreciate you having a talent, period, then she's super shallow and not the one for you. No doubt. That's right, Becky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So I had already had a thing for music going on for a while, and um, I had started rapping at some point during my ROH days. Um. And. Uh, I don't know. I, I was bored. You know, I obviously wasn't wrestling anymore. And uh, I, I started to record songs for fun at home. And I was posting up music on MySpace. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Um, I was actually yeah, just thinking and, of going back into my MySpace and seeing what I posted. You just just oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I think those accounts are long gone now at this yeah. point. Oh, they're um, still there. I do it occasionally. They're in internet purgatory now. Yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so I was, I, I was posting on music on my face and you know somebody named Re- uh, a friend of mine recognized real he uh he from he was a producer from queens and he heard some of my stuff and he was like oh you know i really like your stuff like this is crazy like you don't have any like original beats or anything i was like no i just record all these instrumentals to the hell of it he was like hey man how about this i i make beats you know and i love your sound I would love to just, I would love to just produce a whole, an entire album with you. Um, you know, just, I'll make all the beats. I'll pay for you to, to not produce the CDs, all of that. All you got to do is rap. I don't care. All right. All right, cool. So we did that. Um, uh, and after a few months of working on that, we had the CDs and then we started doing little showcases here and there locally, little open mics. And he was doing producer showcases. And I guess that one producer showcase that he did, there happened to be this publicist from France there. Um, and she grabbed one of the CDs. She went home, listened to it, uh, contacted us via email, talking about how much she loved it. She was, her mind was blown. And, you know, the quality wasn't even that great. Like, I was really shocked. I was, you know, and I was really hard on myself. I did not think it was any good at all. But, her mind was blown and you know in in europe uh overseas like you know that boom bap like underground like 90s hip-hop town is like still huge people still love it over there so you know she thought that i can really get things rolling out there in france 
she was like, oh, I got some friends. Oh. They, they, they DJ for the, for the only hip hop radio station in France. Like, uh, I'm, I can, I'm gonna get your shit, I'm gonna get your shit played out there. Whatever, whatever. That's what happened. Suddenly I had two songs on the radio in Paris and people out, were losing awesome. their minds. <laughs> people were losing their minds. Next thing you know, she's like, all right, they want you to go out there and do some shows. So next thing you know, I'm touring Paris, I'm touring France, I'm getting interviewed, I'm getting like catered to like a celebrity. It was, it was really strange. I didn't expect any of this. I didn't see any of it coming. <laughs> Again, I was just doing it for fun and it just turned into the snowball into all of that. And then a year later, I did another tour uh, in multiple countries. And yeah, it was, it was that was just a whole nother ride, man. And are you still following that ride with the wrestling? Uh, are they, they kind of crossing paths now? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I kind of, I don't know. I, I guess I have this thing like uh, some people do these things like with the intention to become famous. Um, and I, I don't know. I guess I have that artist mentality with both wrestling and music. That like I'm terrible at like playing the crowd for likes and follows and for the for for adoration. Like I. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that I'm terrible at it. It's just like it's hard for me to stay motivated to to, to continue uh, using that as my motivation. Like if 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 there's nothing in it for me artistically, it, I feel empty inside. So wrestling kind of got stale for me. After, I mean, music kind of got stale for me after a while because it was starting to not be as fulfilling. Because now I'm talking to people from labels and. Other people are trying to like, you know, oh, you know, I want you to do this uh, reality show. <laughs> like, I even got, I got asked to be on Black Ink. Like, it was stupid shit like that. Like, I was like, I don't. This is not why I do it. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't take pleasure at any of this. So I started getting bored with that again, and like, I, uh, I just started gravitating back to wrestling. And I, I don't know. I just got the bug, caught the bug again last year. And here I am. Well, I'm fortunate that you caught the bug just in time for me to check you out, man. <laughs> so, uh, for a full circle moment here, have you ever thought of uh, following in the footsteps of Shawn Michaels and singing your own entrance music? <laughs> um, I have. Oh, yeah. uh, actually, I actually, I think I. Um, you have a little sample I, of that. I well, I just recent a uh, couple days ago, I posted something on Instagram. Me rapping and ranting i mean a little little aggressive so i don't want to do that here right now but um i uh i thought about it but um i guess it has to make sense it has to be right i don't know if the indigo child character would kind of like look right coming out to like a hip-hop song or anything like that (laughs) well we're starting to wrap up the year it's 2016 it's already going down in the book so Reflecting a little bit, looking a little bit into the future, how did your year wrap up? What were your highs and lows? And you know, what what's next for Indigo Child? Highs and lows. Um, well, I guess there've been a few lows uh, in my personal life. Uh, you know, my dad had another third stroke, Sorry. and uh, his his Alzheimer's disease is worse now, and he you know he doesn't really like oftentimes recognize who, who we are and things like that but I mean I'm, I'm grateful that he's still with us mm-hmm. so um, but I'm just I'm gonna say things like that have been uh, kind of 
distracting for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, my highs, I would say, just just seeing myself in a wrestling ring again. Period. Um, you know, when I had that neck injury in 2008, I would have never thought that you know I'd be I'd be here eight years later doing what I do, still being good at it, uh, still having people tell me that I'm great at it. Um, getting so much respect from people, um, wrestling, some of the people that I have, you know, like experiencing uh, uh, being in the ring with with some of the new talent. Um, you know, some, there's a lot of new great talent out there that um, I, I, I'm really impressed by, you know, guys are like Darius that Carter. You, are there any names that you think are great dream matches for you or who do you want to be in that ring with next when we say dream matches we talking about like a really really like high top tier or anybody uh anybody or, you know and you know you just mentioned there are a lot of new 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 faces in the indie scene well, that you haven't shared well I've, I've 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 already i feel like i've already shared the ring with quite a bit of the new guys that mm-hmm. I that have been making noise uh I've already been in there with Darius Carter, uh, Joey Janela, um, EYFBO, mm-hmm. Caveman. Uh, uh, who else have I gotten to get in there with? Uh, um, TJ Marconi. You know, I, I, I've gotten I've gotten a chance to see what a lot of these guys are about, um, and I, I'm, I'm really glad to see all of them making progress and evolving. At, uh, you know. Every every year, um, but so as far as team matches go, yeah. huh? who's your undertaker? Yeah. <laughs> who's my undertaker? Wow. Um, I'm gonna say. Um, <laughs> no, I think I think I would have tremendous like the Kevin Owens back. I mean, in this place. this one's gonna be this one's gonna be obvious, but uh, Shawn Michaels. Uh, Ray Mysterio Jr. Oh, that's a good um, one. Definitely, I've always wanted to be in the ring with him. Um, I got to meet him a couple of times and share a locker room with him a couple of times. That's I awesome. can't complain about that. But it would be nice to let go. Um, man, uh, Cody Rhodes. Uh, yeah, Cody Rhodes would be fun, man. Like, yeah, I would love to wrestle him. Um, you know, there's even guys that I shared the locker room with in Ring of Honor that I actually never got a chance to get in there with. Um, AJ Styles. Um, uh, I've already uh, gotten in there with Kevin Owens, but it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt uh, getting getting in there with him again. He's he's really awesome. He's really awesome and, and clean in, in the ring. Um, um, hear that KO? He's calling you out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I have a receipt for him for that. <laughs> um, for that, uh, CM Punk called it the unsa- unsafe overhead suplex he gave me. Um, that was nasty, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Was, that's a dope move, though. Too bad WWE oh. will never let him do that. Cause it's a dope move, but it, I think, honestly, I'm the only one that he would have pulled that off. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I barely cleared that. So Wow. But, um, yeah, besides Ray and Shawn Michaels, um, um, oh, uh, I want to go international for a second. Uh, people I'm getting to know him now is Grand Metallic, but Mascara Dorada, 
Mm-hmm. Mexico from from Tamalao, he's nasty. I would love to. I would love to wrestle him. Well, I got a uh, an indie guy on the phone. I guess your question. Uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Booker T's thoughts on James Ellsworth. Like you're a young, athletic guy who can perform well in the ring. And now here's a guy, James Ellsworth, who just enhancement talent. But he's getting a prominent role in WWE TV. What are your thoughts on that? Um, my thoughts are this. I think uh, a lot of people are very critical about him because he doesn't appear to be what everyone defines as a superstar. Um, and granted, maybe he's no AJ Styles in the ring. Maybe he's no Kevin Owens in the ring. Maybe he's no maybe he's no John Cena in the ring. But uh, you know something? What I've been seeing is a, ki- a kid that he had one opportunity to make an impression, uh, being squashed by Braun Strowman, and uh, that's what's up. He, that's right. He, he he got he got put he got put on the spot to say something of value on that microphone before his match and he said that one line that everyone knows you know mm-hmm. and, and and that everyone remembered you know they remembered it enough to call him back you know and that's really all that matters at the end of the day um is how how you uh, the impression you leave people with uh it doesn't matter what you do in the ring but and whatever it is you do, as long as you leave uh, a, a good memory there behind, then you already left a legacy. Now, as far as his in-ring performance, I know people are criticizing him because, like I said, he's no AJ of heaven. But he's holding his own. You know, he's doing his job. He's, and he's doing it well. He doesn't look uncomfortable. He doesn't look awkward. Uh, he looks like he's seizing the moment. And you got to respect that. Like, you know... He, you know, a lot of I saw a lot of other people get brought in as enhancement talent and get that you know five ten seconds to say something meaningful on that microphone, and they blew it. Yeah, <laughs> you know they blew it. You know they didn't. They looked completely nervous and shut down. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what I'm saying? Like, may, and and I think even those guys, if they would have gotten the opportunity that James Ellsworth is getting, maybe they wouldn't have done so well. You know, so I gotta give it up. I gotta give it up to James Ellsworth. Yeah, that Styles clash off the stairs—that was nasty, dude. Like, <laughs> and that was a lot of part people would too. not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. A, a lot of people would not be willing, you know, right. to do that. And and on top of that. He's out there performing in front of a lot, a lot, a lot of people, and 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 it's hard to be unaffected by that. Like you'd be surprised. Even the coolest, most charismatic guys you see out there, if they get put in that w in front of that WWE crowd, they'll shit themselves, and it'll be a whole different story. You know. That's why he wears black trunks. I, I respect him, man. He, he's comfortable in his own skin, bro. Like, it's not easy. Indigo Child, any New Year's resolutions? Final words here tonight. Any New Year's resolutions? I don't usually like to make those because, you know, I just like to stick with the, with the program, stick with the plan I've always had, and that's to stay healthy, stay grounded, um, you know, and stay positive. Although, oftentimes, <laughs> it's very hard to be hard for me to do because I could be a hothead at times but you know those are the three things that I always try to you know keep focused on um and just I hope to spend another year with my dad you know hopefully hopefully 
you know, that's that's really all I, I can ask for at yeah, this point. That's what it comes down to. It's family, man. Yeah. You know, if you, you have a good close circle around you, whether it's your family or your friends, you know, that's really what all oh, that's important. Totally agree yeah. with you. All right, so before, yeah. we, before we let you go, um, promote yourself, like your Instagram. Where can we find you? Twitter, Facebook, where can people find you? Um, well, okay, so Facebook's not a, not the biggest thing for me, so I would say you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at IndigoChildX, and that's spelled I-N-D-I-G-O-C-H-Y-L-D-X. Oh, cool. Yeah. Any upcoming shows you got coming? Uh, right now, I've kind of been kind of taking a break, trying to heal up, trying to preserve myself. Um, I have some big goals in 2017. Uh, basically, I have bigger fish to fry, so I'm just trying to get myself ready for that. Right. Well, good luck, Black Trunks. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Thanks, and rem- remember my fucking name next time. <laughs> I couldn't hear the guy. I couldn't hear what his name was. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. You you were the standout of the night. Yeah. And you're the standout tonight, leaving some great memories here on A Shot of Wrestling. Thank you so much for your time. Indigo Child, uh, formerly known as The Range, and the future of our business here on A Shot of Wrestling. Hey, if I, and if I can say one more thing to the fans. Go if for I can it. say one more thing to the fans. I know that a big, big topic of conversation is always about how, you know, supposedly, allegedly horrible pro wrestling is. People always complaining and criticizing and and nitpicking and overanalyzing and this and that. And I would, as somebody that has been in the business since 1999, um, I just want to let the fans know that it's okay uh, to be entitled to, that you're entitled to your opinion um, it's cool uh, to voice whether you're not pleased with something or pleased with something. But the fact is, if you do want to make pro wrestling more enjoyable, if you do want it to be enjoyable again, I think this the beginning of that would be stop criticizing it so much. Stop overanalyzing it so much. Stop expecting everything to go exactly the way you want it to go. Try to enjoy it for what it is. Respect what these guys do. Whatever storyline or whatever is laid out in front of you, take it for what it is. Try to enjoy it. If you don't like it, change the channel. Period. And uh, I think with that kind of attitude, you may enjoy it a lot more. Well said. Nice pipe bomb. Yeah, nice pipe bomb. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, thanks for joining us. We're going to let you go, and uh, good luck in 2017. All right, bro. Thank you. Thank you. A shot of wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown here.
and heat. Start the B show, officially this week. <laughs> All right, let's let's get it started. Monday Night Raw started with Stephanie McMahon. Cheers, giving the CM Punk chant the burn notice. Bro, I cheer that as well. Shut those fucking pesky chants <laughs> up. Oh man, great. <laughs> Now, do you think th- this was the chant that was written for her? Like, what she was going to say? Like, it no, was scripted or off the cuff? I think she's totally off the cuff. Really? Maybe they prepared before. I think she was totally prepared. I think she... They had the time down. Yeah, she probably was prepared. Yeah. They had to come in to Chicago, creative, come into Chicago thinking, all right, we're going to deal with CM Punk chants. How do we deal with it? Why? Huh? Why? Totally. It's because it's Chicago. That's what you do. Right. You know? Um, and I thought out of all the ways anybody's ever dealt with a CM Punk chant, she did great. the best. Absolutely. Cheer that as well. Great cheer. It literally shut them up. They didn't know any. They nope. didn't. That they, was it. You'd hear it again the rest of the That day. was it. It was great. That was it. Yep. Come in, address it, move on. Totally. What do you do? Well, so I cheered Stephanie McMahon. I have to heal. I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, the Cesaro sign. I didn't notice. They couldn't heal that? The Cesaro sign. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cute. Something you would have thought of. But um, what's better than a row? A freaking section. Which is why people have Cesaro section signs. Not Cesaro signs. I get to play on words, but a section is better than a row. Now, if if you really want to be creative and you really want to put yourself over, do a Cesaro arena Get the whole arena. Just hand them out. As soon as people coming in, just just hand Cesaro Arena signs. Everybody's holding up Cesaro Arena signs. At the Barclays Center. You just walk into Barclays. You turn in your ticket. Eh, I'm going to cheers. Hey, shut up my mic. Turn on my mic. God damn it. I'm gonna it's che- a New Year's edition. I'm going to cheers. Um, referee Dana Brooke looks smoking hot. Good job, Dana Brooke. Did a great job. Oh, she's I think her boobs did a great job. I don't know. And I think the doctor who did her boobs is the one who needs to be cheered. <laughs> Smoking. <laughs> um, no okay. heels for you, for real. That's great. I got a couple. Uh, I'm going to heal Neville. Neville? He's been doing great since he came out. <laughs> you wrestle a match. You wrestle a match. Straight from that match, you go to interview. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which involves talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Answering questions yeah, yeah, yeah. on camera. Uh huh. That's chewing gum. Which means he was chewing that gum during the match too. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking weird. I you know, like you it. know, when I go running, I love chewing gum. It distracts me a little bit. Are you like talking to a room. bunch of people on national television? Which really uh, and, uh, no, but it gets you in the groove. You know, chewing gum. Your turn. It's it's like it's like he's channeling Roddy the Pipers. He's there to, to chew kick ass and chew bubble gum. But apparently, he had plenty of bubble gum, so he didn't really kick that much ass. No? No, didn't get get that. I got it. It was just doing any sense. I'm a cheer. The tag team championship match between The New Day and Sheamus and Cesaro. I think that was by far probably the best match of the show. It started off the show. It it met my ex. They have great chemistry together, those four. Um, I also liked how... uh, Michael Cole mentioned that, you know, tonight uh, it was going to be Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston wrestling the match because their strategy 
was that they were going to go with the speed into the match. Like they were like that was their the way they wanted to win, you know. And that's why Biggie was sitting out. And I think that was one of the first times I ever really heard them be like, you know, their strategy behind who they pick to go in these matches. So okay, and they played a very offensive game of. When they were doing their moves, they were very quick, so they played off to what Michael Cole was saying. So, cheers to them, their chemistry, and uh, Michael Cole. Big right. cheers for everybody. I'm a heel. Bailey. What? That's I'm your so, girl. I know that's my girl, and this is the second week I'm healing her, but Bailey is coming up too squeaky clean for me, man. Way too clean. Like, too clean for, for Charlotte. Like, sometimes opposites attract and like having someone who's too clean and too evil in charlotte to be in a rivalry works but i feel like it totally throws charlotte off her game like not necessarily that it throws her off her game but her punchlines and the way that she she's going to attack bailey it just doesn't get me invested hey bailey you're a stupid idiot and i'm gonna kick your ass well, 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 Charlotte. You know, you're you're like a stupid duty face. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm like, come on, like bring some realism to you, Bailey. Get some grit. Charlotte's, grit Charlotte's MTV. Bailey's Nickelodeon. Yeah, pretty much. I'm gonna cheers my boy Ginger Mohal finally doing something. Ginger Mohal finding him a nice spot. Be on TV. Uh, good for him. Good for him. Sensi- sensitivity training does well yeah. for him, huh? I. Miss Smackdown guy. Through and through. So I appreciate it. Thank you so much. But I'm healing the announcers constantly promoting Smackdown. Ooh. That's not your job, bro. Your job is on to promote Raw. And you don't give a fuck about it. You want to beat Smackdown while you promote right. So that was a little like every well, every if, hour. If oh. SmackDown wins Raw at the ratings this week, I would have to say it's because of SmackDown uh, Raw giving them the yeah, push. Say w- without them, who knows? But we'll get that at the end of SmackDown Raw. Raw. Cheers. That's all I got. And heels. Um, I have one more. Great. I'm a cheer. Braun Strowman. Okay. The way he just took that Christmas tree mm. down the ring and ended that bathroom break match. That yeah. was great. The crowd that chanting, was thank great. You, yeah. thank you, <laughs> I mean, those, you're, you're those, giving me a whack ass match Monday Night Raw. Those things aren't head light either. I guess I'm to them. And he just launched it at someone, you know? That's great. I love it. Good job, Braun Strowman. I like the way that they're developing the. They have developed the character of Braun Strowman. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Um, because when it started with enhancement talent and him having squash matches where it is now, great job, creative. Keep it going. Uh, but as Michael J. Potty is yawning here in his little tuxedo at the at the awards for a shot of wrestling, let's get into the A show. Now, what are you doing? Came on time, so it came two fucking hours. <laughs> I'm going to heal the return of John Cena. What? That's your boy, man. I'm watching SmackDown. No way. That's your boy. I know what I'm seeing. I know what matches there are. You don't have to come out. And give me a live commercial for okay. a show I'm already watching. I appreciate that that heel. I, I totally agree with you because I'm like, dude, you're not general manager. You have yeah. no authority. Yeah, so was, what are you doing? It was weird. It was. I'm going to cheers. The other part of the return of John Cena. It was what the promo kicked in. He left that fluffy commercial shit. He got into the meat and bones. Why was there? Set the record straight. 
and he and he came in to set the record straight. Yeah. I like that he did because smack, talking smack too. I thought he was coming in to like start the rivalry again with AJ Styles, or probably set up the match with the Undertaker. Taker, Taker, Tanker, Undertaker. Uh, Taker, I feel like newer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I didn't watch SmackDown live. I watched SmackDown live later, live recorded. Yeah. And so, like many people who listen to our show, yeah. this is live recorded. I saw the clip of him challenging AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. And like, he's gone for two months and he gets a title match. Yeah. But he also explained it like, I, exactly. This Literally, as the words came out of my mouth, he he shut me up. Yeah, because I can. Yeah, that's right. So I, I healed the, uh, the first part where I cheered the second part. Well, all right. I, I was going to get into my. Smackdown cheers and heels, but uh, you heard the sound of the bell. Smackdown cheers. <laughs> you heard uh, the bell. So, Michael J., what do you what do you have? What category? Uh, match of the year. This is a big one. This is a big one. Yeah, it's our final two. Happy to wow. the show. We only have one more left. Honorable mention. There's a lot of matches this year, but only one kept sticking out. Really? Okay. There were so many matches in this rivalry. Most of them sucked. But this one, Charlotte for Sasha Banks, Falls Count Anywhere on Monday Night Raw, was, I reported, I said on the show, was a million, t- million times better than that shitty Hell in a Cell match. This is the one where uh, Sasha won with the uh, bank statement on that, like, guardrail. Guardrail. Yeah. Okay. It was great. It just, top to bottom, that was good. Kept me engrossed. Unlike the other matches, it was good. I liked it. I thought the Hell in a Cell was pretty good. No, I don't They're making ball. history, the build to it. it boring. it the work. Iron Man match was good. I, I don't know. I like this one better. As you get the... Uh, Iron Man was great. Yeah, you're right. I like this one. The song ready for the winner of Match of the Year. Let me give you my honorable mention. There's two people here. So I don't which goes to... Uh, I don't know how this one didn't win, but we couldn't agree on this one. This one, uh, my honorable mention from the Green Man goes to Extreme Rules Fatal Four Way Match between The Miz, Cesaro, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens. Not just because I was there and witnessed it in person, because you were there, but holy shit, that match was great. That match was great, top to bottom, soup to nuts. Everybody contributed something to this match that made it amazing, and I'm surprised you didn't. Nominated as match of the year because your boy Miz won. He retained the title. I can't give the Miz everything. No. You guys for the wealth around. You, you, you're like an enigma. It's like, I, I, I know you. you so well, but there's still so much more I need to do. Maybe we should do like a getting to know you. No, they won't. No. Getting no. to know about Michael J. Um, ready for the match of the year? Let me open the envelope and I'll pass you the list. The, the, the winner card. Ready? Oh, here it goes. Haven't seen it. Passing it to you. That's right. We played the first song already, so let's go with Roman Reigns. Roman, there it is. Roman Reigns. In the match of the year. At Extreme Rules. Against the phenomenal AJ Styles. It's one of the rare few matches that's... What was that? What? What? Where did those sudden effects come from? Those one won. That means you voted for it. So I don't know why you're epic. <laughs> I didn't know why you're epic failing it because you voted for that one as well. I voted for it too. I have to agree. I just, I just like the right. button. There's so many. I like matches. pressing the epic fail button. 
How that did, one, uh, that how one, did, how does it go again? Nah, I won't play it. That was a great match. Launched both of them into a different. I think kind of legitimized Roman Reigns for a couple weeks. I had to agree with you on this one because for so long I was keeping my Roman Reigns cheer at bay. Like I, I really didn't want to like this guy, but that match. The psychology that went behind it, the way that they worked it out in the ring and told a story, really won Roman Reigns for me. Like it, like whether he he could have won or lost that match, I didn't care. But the match quality itself, like it really allowed me to see Roman Reigns in a different picture. And I was like, wow, he has a lot more to offer. This is a great match. And kudos to AJ Styles and kudos to Roman Reigns to, for putting it together because it takes two to tango. That's what they say, yeah. But um, time to get back to SmackDown. But um, okay. Anything else to ask? No. No. Uh, I'm gonna surprise you here. Okay. And um, I'm gonna cheer a lot more because I have no heels for SmackDown oh, this sure, week. Done. I am sorry. Uh, I'm sorry to say I'm a raw guy, and uh, this week I have no uh, heels for SmackDown because SmackDown was a great show. Uh, Baron Corbin being in the main event in that triple threat with AJ Styles and Dolph Ziggler, awesome. Held his own. Awesome. He did Good great. Show. He he did uh, um, what's the end of days on AJ Styles that Dolph Ziggler did the the zigzag. Zigzag. That was probably the move of the match. Like that was great. They I- worked very well together. And to see him in that main event picture after being on Talking Smack a few weeks ago and saying, you know, he deserves it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, Baron Corbin. You do deserve it. And you're showing that you do belong. So cheers to you, my friend. I cheer that, out of wrestling. I cheer that move as well. That was a pretty hot move. At the end of the day, he's zigzag. That's pretty cool. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep oh, going. you want me to oh, run run on the cheer train? Choo-choo. No, just give me those words more. All right. I'm a that. cheer. And you probably will agree with me. Alexa Bliss. Yeah, I'm right, bro. And her broken arm? That was uh, sick. That was so weird. The way she did that? That's gross. Like, what is that? Even got me for a second. I'm like, oh, shit. What happened? I thought that was cool. It was great that, that she was able to do that and, and sell the it. best, man. Oh. She is the Miz of the women's division, like you say. Um, and it also, that match raised the question of who? 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 Who's the Luchadora? Who is, who is the Luchadora? I'll tell you who Luchadora is. You know, I'm a fucking heel. Really? It's uh, not. It's not the Luchador. It's the Luchador. La Luchadora. Don't care. Um, I probably will care. She's hot. I'm. I'm anxiously waiting who she is. But I healed it because that's a totally disgusting outfit. <laughs> I mean, I let it pass when it was Alexa, um, Becky Lynch. That outfit's gross. Makes no sense. Doesn't work. The red and the white oversized red trunks and the <laughs> pink, pink trunks. Pink trunks. No, it's red. Red, red trunks. Blue tie. Pink don't match. Yeah, and it's a red cape, a uh, pink cape with pink mask. I think we should call the fashion police. Have them come on next week's show and. Oh, uh, uh, we don't have to. Let's just freeze Dango. <laughs> right? Give them a call. They're the fashion police. We'll, let's right? let's welcome them to the show. Yeah, and then they could bring what could what could they bring? Um, some apple teenies. <laughs> well, no, but seriously, who do you think that luchadora is? Is like that a character they're gonna keep developing, or is not. just a one-hit wonder? She's done. It might be somebody who takes her off a mask. I mean, 
I tried looking at her face, and um, I she looked like Layla to me. Not she had a little Layla look to me. Not Layla, no, Layla. No. Okay. I don't know. I don't watch NXT. Maybe she's some chick from NXT. Possibly. But uh, uh, any cheers from you, love? Cheers, Baron Corbin, my boy. Finally, finally, wearing a shirt. Uh, he's been wearing a shirt for the past yeah, few weeks. But I didn't notice. I noticed it this time for the first time. And um, good job, buddy. Yeah, that's been a critique all around the internet. I too, His I, belly button. Yeah. And then he finally wore a shirt a few weeks ago. I two side notes. Okay. Did you watch SmackDown all the way to the end? Yeah. The match ended. Fade to black. They cut the Neville. Promoting two up to high live. Oh, I missed that. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. I watched it on Hulu. They didn't have that on all Hulu. All right. So, yeah, they said, all right, stay tuned for 205 Live. And they cut the Neville in the back, mm-hmm. promoting 205 Live because they want to keep people. And he said, my joke that I said last week. What? Because, you know, they used to say, gravity forgot me. But it looks like the WWE Universe forgot me as well. Ooh. Like, yo, that's my fucking joke. Someone's listening to a shot of wrestling. <laughs> I didn't steal that wow. the top of my head. And Give credit where credit is due, Neville. Come on, man. Uh, I noticed I don't hear JBL spit out all this history. I don't remember it was on the show as much as it was on Talking Smack. Well, while we're talking about Talking Smack, the fact that they have 205 Live coming right after SmackDown, yeah. I think it's totally killing the Talking Smack audience. Because... My whole enjoyment of watching SmackDown is like I watch SmackDown, then I watch Talking Smack because exactly. it's like a, it's like a, a happy ending to a great show. Mm-hmm. But now I have to put up with two hundred five live before I get to Talking Smack. That's a long night of wrestling. Yeah. That puts me at four hours, where Monday Night Raw only gives me three. You first of all, Talking Smack's only a half hour. No, oh. twenty minutes, half hour. Month. It's long. Well, why the hell are you watching two hundred five live? Because I got to get through it. Because after I watch SmackDown, then I have to go. Well, this past week, I actually you got a chance to watch it on Hulu. So that's you know, my maybe that thing I have to do. I just got to watch keep Live. waiting till Wednesday and watch it on Hulu. Do we cheer to heal 205 Live? No, we don't. You have to watch it. No. Watch fucking Curse of Oak Island. Great show. While we're cheering um, I'm done. So things on SmackDown, let me run the choo-choo train on the cheers. I'm going to cheer the American Alpha, the new tag team champions. Congratulations, Great. guys. Next. Well-deserved. And finally, Fine. I'm surprised this didn't make it on your list, but I'm going to choose The Miz. Because... You told me you got bored of me cheering. I love The Miz. I love The Miz, man. And I love what he's trying to get over right now. Another day, another notch. You know, I'm going to steal that. Mm-hmm. The green man from A Shot of Wrestling says, another day, another shot. Every day is a new shot of the day with the green man. We do the show once a week, so yeah. But uh, now I have to do shots every day. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be horrible for my work life. I already do, so I you know. But uh, it's gonna be great for for my drinking life. You're not breastfeeding, so it's fine. I'm not. <laughs> well, do you have the ratings by any chance? WWE's Raw's numbers were down for the day after Christmas. The good news was that the WWE Raw came in at 2.85 million. That tuned in this past week, which was not necessarily a big drop from the 2.95 million that tuned in from the week before. Now, on Monday Night Raw this past week, they were number five in total viewerships against competition like the Dallas Cowboys game, which attracted a season high audience. Cowboys. Season high audience for Monday Night Football, Michael J. 
18.6 million tune in to Monday Night Football. So that's heavy competition. Yep. This week, no, no excuses. the heavily promoted SmackDown, thanks to Monday Night Raw, averaged 2.885 million viewers. Now, this is the first time that SmackDown beat Monday Night Raw in viewership since the WWE Draft Edition of SmackDown on July 19th. Now, they narrowly defeated Raw. Uh, remember, it was 3.17 versus Raw 3.13. So, just very, very nearly. But it's nice to see SmackDown on top. Everybody, it's a, very, it's a great show that everybody is really high on. And if I had to give the cheers of the week to anything, it would be the whole show. Because the whole show, with three matches. I hate the wild card thing. I didn't get that. Three matches put on a better show than a three-hour Raw did. Three matches. This is all they had. Three championship matches. Yep. And that was it. Getting up Friday wasn't even there, too. So, kudos. A smack a down. Hell yeah, man. Welcome to the the club. Yeah. Maybe we should change it just. Uh, Smackdown, cheers and heels. <laughs> well, you know, we did we did cover Smackdown for a while. That's right, we didn't. Just did Raw. That's Maybe it. We just cut Raw off. And do Smackdown. I don't, I don't know. I, I kind of like your theory of of Raw is is strategically sucking to try to put Smackdown over. We'll find out. New Year. Hopefully, they'll start new them. Yeah. Well, I guess it's to the end of the show. Any go home thoughts, or do you need to refill your drink? Want to refill your drink? I don't know. Do you want to put your drink? I think I've been drinking a lot of shots of wrestling. A lot of Sicilian kisses over here. Um, so I'm good to wrap it up, get, head down to the bar, get another beer from the bartender. All right. Let's go. So go home thoughts? Um, I'm excited for 27, what 2017 has to bring for us. I like to thank everybody who participated in a shot of wrestling this past year. It includes everybody like Vacant, Slick Dick Williams, The Professor, Jeff and Rich, Hamendra Slick Dio, getting back on the show, The great. Voice, Erwin Escobar, Part of the family now. <laughs> um, we had an interview with the one and only Larry Legend. The interview that we just wrapped up today with Indigo Child. We have a great musical appearance and guests, and who contributes to our show still every week. Patiak, the assassin Patiak from Arizona. Um, the wrestling god. Uh, who else was on our show? Uh, Julian Guzman participated a few times, won a few contests on um, there. Zia Wahab? Zia Wahab. Yeah, finally conquering the pyramid, yeah. right? No, that was somebody else. Oh. Um, that was the wrestling god, I think. I mean, it, it, it was a great year. It was a great year. So to think where we started this show on episode one. And uh, just reminiscing on all the great things to where we are now. Just like to thank everybody who's been listening, who's been spreading the word on A Shot of Wrestling. Because without people spreading the word, getting new people to listen to, every time we meet someone new, we always hear like, oh, yeah, my friend listens to, to A Shot of Wrestling. Or, you know, oh, I know someone who listens to A Shot of Wrestling, you know, and I started listening to it. Or, you know, I'm, I'm a frequent listener. You know, we're getting emails, getting likes on Instagram, getting likes on Facebook. And, you know, we do it for the fans because, like we said from the beginning, the show is from the fans and to the fans. And without you guys, we wouldn't be here. But it's a labor of love, and I love it. And I hope 2017 brings us more shots of wrestling. 2016 uh, sucked. Um, and if, so by any chance, if you're a celebrity listening to the show, if you're famous listening to the show, 
Odds are you're listening in 2017. So congratulations on making it to 2016. Because <laughs> a lot of people Holy died. Shit, oh, geez. my God. Wow. So congratulations on making it to 2016, uh, through 2016. You know what's scary? There, luck in there's just a few days left, and I'm still like terrified that we might lose another celebrity. Yep. You know, we just okay. lost uh, Princess Leia a yep, few and, days ago. And her mom the next day. Oh. Wow. George Michael? Yep. He had a straight ticket down to hell. I don't do it as well as the voice does. You didn't come close. No. So don't even waste your time. Um, but yeah. Well, yeah. T- to be part of the conversation, follow us at A Shot of Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram and Shot of Wrestling on Twitter. No A. For all your news updates, this show is from the fans and to the fans. And this is your forum to discuss your thoughts, have fun with it, and who knows, your thoughts could be part of next week's show. For more information, to be a sponsor, let's just say it was up to you boys. Or if you have a shot idea, email us at inbox at a shot of wrestling.com. Well, I guess that's it, huh? That's it. Last show of the year. Yeah, it's going to be a uh, wild ride. See what 2017 brings. It's a four green man. Indigo Child. Indigo Child. Thank you for cutting me off for some reason. Okay. <laughs> Again, I wanted, to, I wanted to be part of it. I feel like I want to have the last word in the last show of the year. But I'll, I'll, I'll throw it to you. Go ahead. Have the last word, Michael J. Right. Happy 2016. All right, let's let's pause for editing and post. <laughs> Two for the Green Man for Indigo Child. I'm your host, Michael J. Putty. Here we are, sitting at almost three o'clock in the morning. So good morning, good morning to you. We've talked the whole night through. Oh, before we go, <laughs> well, well, well. Just when you think you're done, they bring you back in. This is a little uh, bonus for Shadow Wrestling listeners. Just when you think you're done, they do bring you back in. We have one more category to mention, and we save the best for last. Superstar of the year, Michael J. Honorable mention: uh, the Queen, Charlotte Flair. Nice, good one. one. Best years of any superstar, let alone a woman. Uh, and speaking about the women's revolution, the one who's leading leading the charge. Perfect record at pay-per-views. Whatever you want to call them. Do you hate them calling pay-per-views? <laughs> the queen of pay-per-views. When pay-per-views don't exist. It's network specials. Network specials. My honorable mention, I mean, I know he's had a rookie of the year already mm-hmm. under his belt, but why not give him another one? I, I mean, AJ Styles as superstar of the year. Oh, Dean Ambrose going to get one, too. Damn. Uh-huh. AJ Styles. I, I think he not only had a rookie of the year, but he totally just catapulted himself towards the end of the year to being the superstar of the year and becoming an AJ Mark. Many, I think, will disagree with us on this one. But the winner of Superstar of the Year is The Miz. That's right. If you want to argue, go right on to Instagram and to Facebook. And like I said, Follow us on all social media platform because this is your forum to discuss your thoughts. And who knows, your thoughts could be part of next week's show. Do this part already. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Deja vu. Yeah, the Miz had a great year. I love it. All right. So congratulations, Miz. Congratulations to all our winners and hopefully many more next year. So I guess we just leave though, right? <laughs> well, let's go to the bar. Get more drinks. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>